Welcome to Blue Collar Cigar. I'm Andy. Hey, I'm Ben. I am so excited for today. I'm this glad episode is you are excited for this. <laughs> uh, here at Blue Collar Cigar, our goal is we want to give you guys different cigars that, as Ben so well puts, punch above their weight. Now, Ben, in your mind, when you think of something punching above its weight, what does that mean? It means a cigar that goes beyond its value. So what we try to do here is find a cigar that maybe sells for... Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars, but we feel like really on the market, its peers are ten, fifteen, sixteen bucks, and so the value for the cigars that we feel like we're pushing are are, are well above what you're paying. And here's a funny blend that Ben and I bring in, where Ben uh, maybe goes more off like if you're if you're into college basketball, we're into March here. Ben's the eye test guy. He's going to go off of taste. Mm -hmm. He's going to go off of comparison. For me, I want to look and see what tobacco was used and what other high-end cigars is that used in because if I can match up those profiles, I go, oh, I'm essentially smoking this, but for half the price. You're an analytics guy. That's exactly what it is. This is why we work well together. It is. You're, you're the old school basketball eyesight guy. You walk in the gym and you go, I smell it. There's fear in here. <laughs> I I want to see the data. I want to see percentages. I want to be able to dice down step by step. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm perfectly comfortable with that. So we're blue collar cigar. Yeah, Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited for this episode, Ben, because the beauty of it is we are doing a Guess the Cigar episode. And so, for our listeners, uh, I have a cigar here for Ben. I've taken the banding off. He has no idea where this has come from, what yeah. this is. The only thing I've told him is that this is a brand we have had before. Now, Andy, if people think that I got to listen to this episode, or I listened to when you said, leave the room... Do you think that our relationship would allow me to cheat on this? Not at all. If you guys have picked up at this point, our goal is to put each other in uncomfortable positions. That would completely kill it if Ben knew what we were doing. The subtext for this episode should be, let's make Ben look stupid. Yes. And this is why it's so much fun, Ben, is because <laughs> Ben started this tradition. You did this to me. I did this to you. Now, let's talk about that for a second before <laughs> we get in and make me look stupid. Andy... Tell us a little bit about when I did this to you. Okay. So, Ben, at this point, the podcast was in its conception stage. Yes. Slash, we had done a few attempts, namely like in my garage, and realized that podcasts don't sound great when they're recorded in a garage. Also, and off of a computer mic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I forgot. <laughs> All right, y'all. Real quick backstory. Uh, when Ben and I were first trying to start this podcast... The first iteration is we were trying to record off of our phones <laughs> That's right. with an that. iPad in a utility shed because we had to connect them through one like, host and for the meeting. And all the feedback we were getting. Gosh, it was terrible. Then we were like, what if we tried just running it through a, a laptop or a computer still in a garage setting because our goal was like, we want to be able to smoke in this big area. Anyways. We finally figured out how we can smoke and record in a reasonable way. But in the conception part, Ben thought it would be fun to bring a cigar that I had no idea what it is and make me guess what it is. On my side, we never recorded that episode, Ben. <laughs> you have a mic in front of you. Now, the funny, the, the best part of that moment was I brought Andy um, a couple oh, of Rocky awesome. Patel cigars. And Andy, what was the first thing that you said when you were trying to guess what cigars they were? The first thing I said was, I don't think this is a Rocky Patel. And then I said, watch me be the idiot that smokes one thing that I love and doesn't know my brand. And then I kept going. <laughs> yeah. And then he guessed 40,000 brands and never got Rocky Patel. It was pretty fun, everybody. Now, this is where Ben played it really well. If you haven't had this before, I highly recommend going again. He got me the Super Legero oh. by Rocky Patel, which it's one of the areas that Rocky went and pulled some really crazy stuff because it's got like Costa Rican, Costa Rican tobacco. tobacco in it. And it has super dramatic changes. It does. 
which are not common with Rocky. And so on and, one hand, and it's a big boy. Yes. And so on one hand, it had these like chocolate caramel notes that are very Rocky style, mm-hmm. which is where I made the comment that I was like, watch this be a Rocky and I don't even realize it. But the shifts were so drastic that I thought this can't be a Rocky Patel. You got me some weird Caldwell had his hand <laughs> in something. Anyways, that was never recorded. Ben, you have a naked stick in front of you. I have a naked, I'm guessing, Habano stick in front of me. Interesting. Okay, folks. Here's how this episode's going to go. So, for those of you who listened to our last episode, you know what we're smoking right now. Ben has no idea. What I did is I went to our local brick and mortar, uh, which... Shout out to Smokers Abbey over here in Memphis. Is that uh, where you went? Yes. So I went in and talked to our guy, Sean, who has gotten to know Ben fairly well. And I said, all right, Sean, here's what I'm doing to Ben. And I explained it to him. And literally, like, the light went off in his head. And he was like, I've got two right off the bat. <laughs> there were two I, options. I hate this already. There were two options that I had. The one, uh, he thought he could get his hands on some more. The one I chose, and this is where I'm giving Ben his first hint. The one I chose, he was like, this is all I could get of this. So we're talking super limited, Ben. So is that a hint or is that just a you're never going to get this? You know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so then I asked Sean, I'm like, well, what is it? And he starts describing the flavor profile. I was like, oh, this is, this is a Ben cigar. Okay. And so whether you guess it or not, I would put money on the fact that you are going to love this stick. So maybe I win even if I look stupid. A hundred percent. I'm going to mock you for looking stupid, <laughs> but you can enjoy the good smoke. All right. I'm down. Also, uh, I happen to put a plug in and I think Sean might be coming to our show in the future. So y'all look forward to that. Incredible guy. The stuff they're doing at Smokers Abbey, we're huge fans of. It's awesome. And it's a great environment too. Yeah. So Ben, you said you think it's a Habano. Why do you think that? Well, the look, the smell, the... Uh, yeah, those two things. All it's right, what, what are you getting with the smell? I mean, leather... Oh, gosh. I'm already so nervous to say something that I'm going to sound stupid in. <laughs> um, yeah, leather, a little a, a little, a little outside-y kind of funkiness. Um, just, this is going to sound like an idiot... It smells like a bono to me. Yeah. I, I, Okay, so I'll tell you this. As we work through this, guys, you'll realize there are some areas where I will tell Ben that he's right, as long as it's not giving away the brand. There are some areas where I will simply do process of elimination, where it's like, I'll tell you if it's wrong. And so the goal is not that Ben has to guess the specific stick, but you need to guess the brand. Okay. Right? It is a Habano. Okay. And so if you guys are thinking... That narrows it down to a million cigars. <laughs> right? That's great. If you're fairly new to this, a, a general three categories you can have. You have Connecticut's on the lighter end, Habano, which kind of sits in the middle of the flavor profiles, and then your Maduro's, which are going to be heavier. Yeah. So this is a Habano. Now, Ben, I'll tell you this. This is, because this is part of our stipulation, this is a brand we've had before. Great. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are realizing that the brands we've had are, I don't know, dozens? Yes. Yes. All right. As Ben lights his stick up, um, I'll tell you guys, I have thought through and kind of have some different clues that I'm going to give Ben as we move through this. And there's one that's kind of the trump card. There's this one clue I could give Ben right now, and he would know this brand in a heartbeat. And already now he's starting to try to think through what that I am. Is. I have no idea. <laughs> so lame. Right. Well, go ahead. Light up your stick while you do. Um, well, I'm going to... Can I, can I stop you right here? Come on. The cold... I'm a, I'm a fan of the cold drawing cigar. Oh, you're such a weirdo. I know. If you're not familiar with what that is, that's before you light it, after you cut it, you kind of take a, a cold puff. One, I do that just to see if the draw, if I need to do anything else to it. I'm getting eye rolls from Andy all over the place. Yes. It draws something that I, I'm i kind of picky about. What kind of prima donna <laughs> BS is it? Oh my gosh. 
The drill is not that good. Hey Ben, maybe the binder hasn't warmed up yet. Hey Ben, maybe you just need to adjust to the stick and how it was packed. I don't, I, I have very little patience for this draw complaint. Little, you've none. Yes. <laughs> but, but, you're saying this is limited. Yes, sir. I'm gonna take a step beyond that. Because we've had some limited stuff like the Florida San Andreas Black that we talk about, I feel like all the time, is a limited press. This is so limited, Ben. I don't know that you could find it on most of the sites we go to right now. So like Cigar International right now just has a red banner that says not available for sale. Because you know what the cold draw on this tastes like. Come on. I'm not guessing because clearly, okay. I'm, I clearly okay. I'm wrong here. But it, it kind of tastes like the Eastern Standard by Caldwell. Oh. Well, Benjamin, it's funny you say that. Caldwell has a close association with this brand. Uh, I wish that was more helpful. <laughs> if, you, if you are not familiar with Caldwell's associations, he's got associations to like... 65 brands. Yes. Uh, which is funny because I would say these are two brands you and I are both really into. It's like between Caldwell, uh, Robert Caldwell and Rock Patel, they oh. kind of work with everyone. Everyone. The, the up and coming guy for that is like Brian Destin. Yes. <laughs> Brian's like, I'm going to start working with people till I get to that level. Everybody. Uh, yeah. I'm coming out of the stick with Espinosa. I'm coming out of the stick with Camacho. I'm coming out of the stick with... Yes. Yes. Uh, so, for our listeners... Uh, the rules Ben and I said in the place is that every third he can make two guesses. And again, I'm just going to kind of, I will give him hints along the way. Nothing that's going to directly give it away unless he really gets stumped. And then I have, I'm telling you, Ben, there's there's one clue that if I said it in a heartbeat, you would have it. I think you're so full of crap right now. <laughs> I, think, right. I, I think you're out to get me. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I'm 100% out to get you. <laughs> All right, so Ben, uh, you've got yours lit. What are you getting there on the first? Oh my gosh. Well, whatever this is, it's awesome. It's creamy, it's a little peppery, it's got uh, buttered toast with a little pepper and like a little glass of milk next to it. Oh gosh. That's what I'm getting. It's delicious. It's, I mean, it's awesome. See, for me, that's my first draw. The, because I, even knowing what it was, because I smelled Habano, that first draw was like, oh, this is sweet as hell. Oh, it's so sweet. Like, to the degree that I would almost say, this first couple draws, this is breakfast. Mm-hmm. This is like elements of pancakes. Like you said, toast with butter. Yeah. Super creamy. Super I don't even know if this is black coffee. This is like, Maybe even beyond a latte. This is almost like steamed milk. Well, that, yeah, that, it's not coffee for me. This is creamy, milky, bready, a little bit of pepper. This is like a very, very complex Habano. Very good Habano. So thank you, whatever this You're is. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, normally at this point we do a Cigar 101. And, and in Cigar 101, Ben, if you can explain to our listeners, what, what is our goal with that? Uh, we want to keep learning about cigars because the more you learn about cigars, the more you can enjoy them. Um, and so we want to pass on what we're learning to our listeners. Yeah, it's the, uh, what, what do they call it, the Starbucks effect, right? Yep. The more you know, not just the more you're invested, but the more you feel like you can enjoy whatever the product is. Yep. So we're breaking brand a little bit here with this episode. Because as Ben and I have started to smoke together more and more, we've realized for us, but even just with other cigar smokers, everybody kind of has these little ticks or preferences they prefer. And so Ben and I had this idea of what if we just kind of explore like what are preferences you have when you're smoking? Yes. Right? And so kind of working in order of a, of a start with your cigar, Ben... You've mentioned this before, but when you're first starting your cigars, you have your cigar, what are you doing? I cut it, I cold draw it, and then I light it. Okay. That, I again, I know I've mentioned this already. 
I, I feel like this is so prima donna. <laughs> well, I do I do it for two reasons. Okay. One is I'm previewing the draw because I uh, I use, and I, I think I'm about to lose a third of our listeners and they're about to scream into their headphones or whatever they're listening on. I use a V-cut. And so I know, I know. And Such a diva. I, I know. Uh, I uh, sometimes, uh, every once in a while, the 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 cut can just pinch a little bit and the draw can be a little tight. And so I'm a big fan of loose draws. So that... That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I'm a big Office fan. (laughs) Who isn't? And then uh, I I also love to preview the flavors that I think I'm going to get. See, I think that's why I don't like the, the cold draw. It's because I feel like it's setting this false assumption of like, this is the flavors I'm going to get. No, it's not, because you haven't lit the tobacco, Ben. Okay, so on the other hand, this is what I do. Otherwise, known as the correct way. <laughs> First thing I'm going to do is when I have a stick, I'm going to start pressing against it. You, I want to feel what whether it's is so weird. <laughs> you say that. I think it makes total sense. So first thing I do is I'm going to start pressing against the stick. I want to feel beforehand if it's dry if it's tight packed, that's going to help me know how I'm going to approach it. I'm not going to do this cold draw because you might have a tight packed stick that you're still drawing through and you're not going to know that. Next thing I do, I do a standard guillotine cut like a man, Ben. <laughs> and then I take it and I dip the end in whatever my drink is. Simply liquor. Prima Donna? No, that's not Prima Donna at all. Here's why. Few things bug me more than the wrapper and the cap coming undone when I'm trying to smoke a cigar. Like it, it bothers me to no end to have little pieces of tobacco brushing against my lips because they're falling apart as opposed to having one just concise area to draw from. So when I dip it in my drink, I then will take it in my fingers and I will just start pushing down on the wrapper and it almost seals everything up. In just a nice, concise way. Listeners, if you're thinking, now I know why Andy's flavor profiles are always off. <laughs> it's because he dips the, the end of his cigar in his drink before he starts smoking it. Yes, and I'm going to be very honest. Liquor or beer, I do it every time. No, but here's what's great about that. is because typically, those first couple draws you have can be very um, like acidic. Because you're just getting the start of the coal. But you know it balances that out really well. Whatever the hell you're drinking. <laughs> it's perfect, Ben. Yeah, it looks super cool. you just taking your cigar and dunking it like an Oreo in whatever you're... <laughs> oh, it's a lot better than putting a dry cigar in your mouth and drawing on it like you didn't realize you were supposed to light it. <laughs> you noob. <laughs> I promise y'all we like each other. All right. So here's the other one then, Ben. Because I've noticed you and I have different views on this. As you're smoking a cigar, does an even burn matter? Oh, yes. An even burn absolutely matters because the, your, it affects the taste. Because it, it is getting into the Andy is rolling his eyes significantly. A crooked burn is giving you more of the fill, less of the wrapper it can, or too much of the wrapper and not enough of the fill. And that's not how a cigar is meant to be tasted. So I like a dead even burn as much as I can. So I do a couple touch-ups here or there. Ladies and gentlemen, while I teach ELA, my heart still lies in the mathematics realm. Hey, Ben, guess what? When you smoke the total surface area, you still get the same flavors. No, that's not true. Oh my goodness. Because if it's a diagonal, that's a different diameter than a straight circle. Okay, yes. If the end of the diagonal is all the way at the end of the cigar and somehow you smoke an entire half of it, (laughs) maybe. But Ben will sit there and get so particular if it's not a completely even burn. I've risked canoeing a cigar at times because I'm like, well... It's okay. We're getting to it. You have canoed a cigar before. And be like, <laughs> that'll true. fix itself. That's true. It'll totally fix itself. <laughs> like an inch off. Doesn't bother me. And he's like, ah, it's fine. Yes. 
Because when in doubt, I'll hold the lighter to it and it'll catch up. We'll be fine. Oh gosh. <laughs> so really, I'm particular and Andy couldn't care less. Yes. Okay, so here's the other one. And this has honestly been what kind of spurred this discussion from us. So when Ben and I would each get ready to smoke a stick, I do something that Ben does not. I take the banding off. Oh, because what geez. I don't want is to inhale whatever adhesive and paper materials are involved. I want a naked cigar stick. So I take the banding off. I put it in my cigar Bible. I mark my spot there to put my notes. And I want to smoke a naked stick. Ladies and gentlemen, you only smoke the adhesive is if you burn the adhesive like a crazy, insane human being. And when you hotbox a cigar, Ben, that's what happens. <laughs> I love to keep my uh, bands on until uh, the ash comes to closer to the band for two reasons. One, you can tell how you're pacing yourself, so you can see how far into the cigar is. That's the dumbest response ever. Second, you can tell how you're pacing yourself. You're not a runner, Ben. Second. This is smoking a cigar. <laughs> what are you pacing? I'm going for the Olympics. And cigar smoking. <laughs> Secondly, uh, it's when this your cigar heats up, the adhesive on your band heats up, and it's really easy to take off. And if you don't, sometimes some of the glue can be on the wrapper, and you can actually pull some of the wrapper off, like Andy, you've done before. What? Well, yes, that's why you try to perfect the art of taking it off without ripping things apart. Yes, like you've done. Gosh, this is what drives me crazy. When you're smoking a cigar and you leave the banding on like that, for me, I'm perpetually thinking of, oh my gosh, is it getting too close? Do I need to take it off yet? I don't want to have to worry about that. I want to enjoy the cigar, Ben. Why are you worried about that? That's the weirdest thing to be worried about. One, because I love cigar bandings. Ben knows this. I actually have a random stack in my garage of cigar bands that I have already put the cigar band in my cigar Bible, but I've smoked this same stick again, but I don't want to throw the banding away. I, I think the design that is put into those is so underappreciated. I love it. And like, so the thought like of the burning we that... last week. <laughs> gosh, I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> like the giant Walgreens sticker that Camacho has. <laughs> but like... I. The thought of that getting burned, and then I'm inhaling some of that. I want to inhale tobacco. I don't want to constantly think about, oh, crap. And here's the other thing, Ben, because I've had points where I've left it on because you've given me crap for it, and then I'm trying to peel it away without burning my hands on the coal. Oh, my gosh. You know what you can do instead? Smoke a naked stick. That's it. Yeah. Or you could smoke it like the normal people do. Gosh. Okay. So, this next one, I will admit, I'm 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 the weirdo in this area, like you have been for the last few. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> when we smoke, and I appreciate this, this is to Ben's credit. You have never once given me crap for this, even when I'm smoking at your house, like in the garage, which I realize you have every right to. For some reason, this is just me in my head. Um, I hate the notion that I'm swallowing saliva with tobacco in it. <laughs> so as as I smoke a cigar, I will spit like crazy. A ton. Yeah. And so I typically have to the left-hand side of whatever chair I'm sitting in. And, and obviously, if we're in a smoke shop or whatever, I'm not that dude. But like in the garage, outside, to the left of my chair will just be, honestly, probably like a foot and a half by foot and a half square where I'm just spitting out saliva after I draw from my cigar. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't. Yeah. Which I, it's just, I don't know what it is. It's, I think it's because, so you've never had, um, lemons. Eat lemons. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't have that. So it doesn't give me saliva problems. You've never had chew or done like pouches. I've right? never done chew. No. And so I think that's part of what it is is I think back to the times of doing chew and all that tobacco saliva going back, it like that's the thing that always kind of like grossed me out a little. And so when I'm smoking a cigar and I have this saliva built and I know there's like tobacco and nicotine in there, I just want to spit it out. 
I just do. To quote the great Parks and Rec, that's why they call it chew and not swallow, am I right? <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. How do you hold your cigar? Between my uh, pointer and my middle. So you go smoker style? Like yes. a cigarette? Yes, 100%. That's so funny. I... I you used don't. To. You don't. No. No. I used to, and what I realized is, I hate. So after I've smoked a cigar, I don't like the smell of smokiness on me. And what I realized is, when I would pinch the cigar like that, my my middle finger and uh, index finger would smell like cigar smoke. Oh yeah, they do. And so what I do instead is I do this like four finger hold. So I use my thumb. You grip it like a bat. Yes. Yeah, I do. It's like thumb, index finger, middle finger, ring finger, all kind of pinch it in like that. And the beauty is none of them end up smelling like cigar smoke. Because you're only using the tips of your fingers. Yes. Yeah. It's also why I'll, I'll hold my stick away from me. You do do that, and that you're doing it right now. Yeah. That, I think, is the funniest part. I don't mind a cigar smoke getting on me, because I'm going to smell like smoke anyways. <laughs> so, whatever. Because you're putting it in your mouth, and then you're blowing it out. Yes, I get that. It's just, I, I think it's like, and this is where I realize that I'm, I'm, again, the weirdo in this. When you and I smoke together, if the wind shifts and, and your smoke is blown into me, does not bother me. But for some reason, having a constant source of smoke. So like, because I, I smoke my cigars hot. And so they're usually putting off quite a bit. Having a constant source of smoke yep. wafting into my face, I'm not a fan. So I'll actually switch hands frequently <laughs> based on where the wind is blowing. Because I, I just don't I, don't, I don't like, I don't like the smell of cigar smoke the next day. Yeah, it's called bathing and washing your clothes. Well, that's overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now here's a question. Come on. You ready? Yeah. After you smoke at night, if you're by yourself, do you go to bed or do you take a shower? Oh, I shower. Me too. Every time. Yep. Now, that being said, college Andy... Not a chance. <laughs> College Andy was rolling in just a freaking dust ball. It do, and this might gross some of our viewers out. Sorry if it does. Uh, I remember having one of the guys uh, at my alma mater that would wash his sheets frequently, and I thought it was the weirdest thing ever. Gross. Because in my mind, I was like, well, you're just going to crawl into bed dirty anyway, so why does it matter? <laughs> oh, <that's so> <laughs> I'm sure super relatable, but gross. I just want to point out, this is where my wife is very patient. Yes. <laughs> she slowly brought me around to, to areas of, of cleanliness. Yes. How do you say hygiene? Yes. <laughs> All right, Ben. We've been stalling long enough. Let's hear some guesses. Okay. So I have to say, I think... This tastes an awful lot like a Caldwell, so I'm guessing Caldwell. Not a Caldwell. Uh, but it makes sense because all, I don't know if you're picking up on this, but for me, I thought you were. Be, I thought you were misleading me for a second by trying to pull the bait and switch. Yes. No, no. I and tell me if you're getting this, but for me, I'm not through the first third, and I've already sensed a little bit of shift. Yes, the pepper's kind of jumping up. Yeah. The sweetness hasn't totally gone away. No. But the steamed milk is not there anymore for me. Correct. It's a little bit more of a coffee. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Not a cold bowl, though. Okay. Second guess. Room 101. Great guess. But no, that's not it. You <laughs> piece of crap. I got all excited, everyone. Ben was so ready. He's like, second guess. Got it. Not a chance. Oh. <laughs> cool. Again, though, I think you're in a similar vein mm-hmm. because you're naming two brands that do a lot of complexity with their flavors. A lot of transition. The, whatever this is, it's 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 the the 
bandwidth on cigars really wide. Yes. It's got a lot going on, not in a bad way, in, a, in an awesome way, but there's high notes, there's low notes, there's medium notes. They're all kind of singing the same song. See, now, Ben, you're, you're just stepping into this because for me, I was thinking through this flavor profile and I'm like, oh, there's not only a band, but there's a particular concert that I think describes this cigar. Oh, okay. and and I think you're gonna love it, but I'm I'm not gonna tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, so are you ready for a hit? Yes, I am ready for it. Okay, so this stick that you're smoking, the average first off, it's aged tobacco. Second, the average age of this, thirteen years. Good gosh. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Which means. So if you're thinking this through, this is a company that can have 13-year-old tobacco. So that's one of two things then. That's either this is a really old company, or this is a, I'm trying to read your face as I'm saying this, or <laughs> this is a company that's young that has a lot of means. It is one of those. Cool. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's either this or that. Yes. <laughs> That's so helpful. All right, what are you getting with the second third? The second third, man, I'm I'm telling you, it's uh, still toast, but it's turned into more of like a complex, bready note. Peppers come up, coffee has come up, leather has come up, the cream has come down a little bit. Um, man, there's a little bit of earth in the background. This to me is. A great example of a fantastic Habana. Yeah. So like when th this is like the essence of a Habana. Completely agree, and I and I think that's where, to me, the Habana the strength of it comes not with having a one note. A true to a true Habano is going to bounce all over. Yes. So where Maduro is going to sit into that chocolate realm. Yeah. A good Connecticut is going to be just super creamy. Yep. A Habano, a good Habano is going to bounce in between. Yes. It's going to so, kind of be a little bit all over the place. So go ahead and tell the listeners, what are you drinking with it right now? So I'm having a, a cocktail that I created with my wife. Uh, and listeners, uh, she, is, she laughed at the title of this and she loves it. It's called The Red-Headed Wife. And it's a little bit spicy, a little bit sweet. So it's a spiced honey, orange bitters, and bourbon. And uh, it's incredibly delicious. And here's the funny thing is Ben and I both married redheads. Your, your wife's a more vibrant redhead. <laughs> I think it's the New Orleans side of her. That yes, nailed Or my, my wife's the Irish side. She just likes to fight. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I remember uh, when you were first making this, you were like, well, it's got a little of that hot honey. I don't know what you think. It's spot on with the name. Yeah. If, if if you are fortunate enough to be married to anybody of redheaded nature, you know right away this has the balance of there's some sweetness there, there's also some pepper, and then there's just that general heat. Yes. That fiery side. Yes. That's perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm having with it. All right. And and it's 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 I mean it's going along really really well um, with it. This I think would go along well with most cigars. Bourbon goes bourbon plays well with, with with pretty much everybody. See, but this is where I say I think this would go well with most aggressive cigars. Oh, so, so I, I think the redheaded wife would blow away um, like a medium bodied cigar. Yes, this needs something that has sharp notes or something like a Maduro that's just going really heavy. Yes, agreed, agreed. Which is. Again, I did. I, I didn't know we were smoking before I made this, so I kind of lucked out. It fit in well. Yeah. Hey, look at that. <laughs> All right, Ben. Here's your other get. Here's your other hint. Right. We have. I had to look this up to make sure. We have not published an episode with this cigar brand for listeners. That means like we haven't put out a podcast episode with this, but in the early conception phases. We have done a cigar in this brand before. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I think I have it. Oh, okay. What I was thinking about, and I'm, I'm hopeful now, and I think I'm about to get crushed. My dreams are about to get crushed because I'm so confident. <laughs> Is it La Barba? Yes! yes! There we go! And this was, okay. Let's go. So, Ben. Wait, this... wait. I just need to celebrate for a second. <laughs> there we go. Okay. He is so freaking happy right now. Hands in the air. Let's go. Okay, so this was the clue I had as my trunk. And you tell me, but I think you would have guessed Sanarbi. One word. If I had said sommelier. Oh, yeah. What if... Right? Yeah, I, I would have. And why? Why would that have been the giveaway? Because the the owner and the the, the guy that runs La Barba uh, also made, uh, he did he was a sommelier for a while, and two of his cigars are to be had with wine, and they're utterly fantastic. Yeah. Which, Ben, you had said before, prior to having, uh, one of them was the La Barba Purple, right? Yes. Prior to having that, you had never had a cigar with wine before. You never in my life. You didn't liquor or beer. Yep. And it is awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you know a wine drinker, get yourself uh, like a Cab um, Merlot, the La Barba Purple, and you will be in heaven. I'm still pretty pumped about me guessing this, by the way. I'm telling I'm, I'm you. Living, I'm living my best life right now. So. <laughs> All right, Ben. It's about to get better. Because now I can finally tell you the details about this cigar. Hit me. Okay. Third, third. Go ahead. So... This is the La Barba one and only. Oh, okay. It is a super, super limited release. So we've talked about limited press before, like with the Florida San Andreas Black, yep. right? Which is great, but you can still get those. This is already almost eaten up, and they released it in 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in a little over two years, uh, they did somewhere around like 2,000 boxes of them and they're almost gone yeah I, ladies and gentlemen if you have a chance to get this get it it's i'm serious this this is the one area where we're going to tell you to spend money yeah somehow if your local cigar shop has it you need to buy this stick i don't know how much this was andy bought them, so thank you again but uh but go ahead and spend it because it's it's let's thank me and more thanks sean our guy smokers <laughs> abby again because he when he grabbed this i was like okay and then I saw the price, I was like, okay, I can work with that. And then I started doing some research, and I was like, oh, you hooked me up, my guy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sean. Well done. All right. This has also been uh, the first time that La Barba broke away from their standard branding. So La Barba typically has the, like, straight-edge razor kind of look to it. Yes, sir. This is the first one they did that doesn't have that on there. And raise your hand if you own a La Barba Straight Edge Razor. I Look do. at this guy. So here's the other thing. In true La Barba fashion, um, I think we've referenced this before, but for our viewers who don't know, La Barba started in like 2010. Yep. So they, and this is why I couldn't answer your question, Ben. It's a young company that's just really well-connected and well-funded. And so what they did is they released the La Barba Red, got a ton of love, pulled it back, and redid and released the Barber Purple in the same way. They've done a version of the the one and only before and said, nope, wait, and then turn around and release this double that is just freaking awesome. This cigar is the best cigar I've had in a long time. Yeah. Again, average age of the tobacco. That doesn't mean the oldest. The average age is 13 years. The average age of this tobacco and the cigar is a middle schooler. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And part of their intent with this, they said, is they wanted to make a cigar that could satisfy even the pickiest person in terms of flavors. Hence why it goes all over the place. And and let me just say this too, as the hype man now of this cigar, now that I know that, one, what it is, and two, it's a brand that I love. Hey, um, every time... The pepper or the leather is just about to take over, it backs off. Yeah. And that that to me I think is the coolest thing about this as we're smoking through it. And as I was looking up stuff in preparation for this, is it kind of has this like home base. It doesn't rest in it so that it gets a one note and, and kind of becomes boring. But it's like it'll get spicy and come back down. It'll get sweet 
and then come back up. Yeah. It it continually plays almost like um almost like a sound wave. Yeah. Right. It continually crests and comes back up, and it just keeps it super interesting. Super interesting, and it's sweet and creamy and spicy and leathery and earthy, but not all at one time. So, we're having it with this cocktail. Could you imagine having this with coffee or a latte? So, and again, just to get in one more jab, this is the anti-Ecuador by Camacho. It is. Where that became very one note and then kind of dropped off. And where we struggled placing it. Yeah. I could have this with a cocktail. I could have this with coffee. I think you could have this with a dark beer and it would hold up. I also think you could have this with tea. Ooh. I can see that. Yep. And I wouldn't even... Between the two of us listeners, I'm actually... I really enjoy tea. You do? <laughs> big tea vibe. And so beyond the Earl Grey, like... You could have this with, with like an oolong, yep. and it would hold up just fine. Man. All yeah, right. Here we go. This is well, awesome. Ben, did this, did this fit you fairly well? This fits me very, very well. Well done. Well done <laughs> on you. Well done on you for guessing. Look at that. Ugh. Well, you gave much better hints than I gave, because I was like, Costa Rica. <laughs> That's true. You also had a lot of laughing in yours. Right I there. did. You just like, ha, 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 No. <laughs> And I also, Andy's wife was out there for a part of it, and I told her, and we were both laughing at him, so it was fun. Yes, it was so much fun. <laughs> Not at all. Well, Ben, to add to the fun, it's time for my favorite segment, and everyone's favorite segment, called Ben Recommends. Oh. Yes. Yay. We've had a slight sabbatical from it with some of our episodes, but it's back and full of life. Uh, for those of you who are, who are just now kind of catching up with us, Ben Recommends is this wonderful segment where... Uh, I get feedback from you guys, the listeners, answering kind of our three questions, which is one, how do you take your coffee or tea? Two, what is your go-to drink? So liquor, beer, wine, uh, cocktail. And then three, what is your favorite dessert? I'll take your answers from that and I'll come up with kind of this flavor profile or what flavors that I think you would enjoy in a cigar. And then I get to throw it over to Ben, and I get to watch him scramble as he tries to think, what is a cigar that this listener would like? Yeah, it's super easy. <laughs> now, Ben, uh, where can our listeners go to if they want to give their opinion on these three questions? Uh, opinion, or if they want a free cigar, they can go to our Instagram page, Blue Collar Cigars, give us a like, a follow, and uh, you can DM us uh, the answer to these three questions. Or you can email us at Pod at gmail.com and just uh, tell us a joke, answer the three questions, and uh, we'll make sure to fit you in. Yes, and now we're on Facebook as yes. well. Uh, because of Facebook's crazy rules, we had to switch the name up. So it's actually BCCP, so Blue Collar Cigar Podcast. So creative. I know, look at it. BCCP, you can find us on there. Same thing. Uh, either, either leave a comment or hit us up with a direct message on it for those three questions. So... Today, Ben, uh, our Ben Recommends comes from Christopher H. right here in Memphis. Hey! Hey! What's up, Chris? Chris? Right here in Memphis. Uh, Chris says that he likes a little coffee with his cream and sugar. (laughs) Okay. I'm getting a sweet fan. (laughs) Um, Go-to drink is Jane Walker Scotch. So not Johnny Walker. It's by the same company. Uh, But the Jane Walker, Ben... I know you give me this look. You're like, what is that? I've never, I've never even heard of this. So it's a limited launch that Johnny Walker did where they went with a more fruit and citrus-based scotch. Okay. Still Johnny Walker, still a true scotch, but it, rather than the smoky peatiness, you get a little bit of kind of citrus cut in there. Okay. And then for dessert, Chris H. Christopher H. says he likes coconut cake. Coconut cake. Right? Okay. So, Christopher H., I'm hearing these flavors. If I'm piecing these together, um, obviously there's a unifying factor of kind of sweetness. But I think more than anything, what Christopher H. really likes is bright, sharp flavors. So even with, with his dessert, he didn't go with something chocolatey or caramel. He's staying in the bright range. I... If this were me, 
I'm reading this thinking like, I don't think Christopher is scared of pepper. I, more like a white pepper. I don't yeah. think he's scared of white pepper. I don't think he's scared of bright flavors. I don't think he's scared of something that's a little sharp in nature. Because it's like, the only sweet, like true sweet thing in there is the cream and sugar. But even that with coffee usually isn't more of a sweetness. It's like a bright. And so, Ben, if I said, hey, I've got a guy that I know that I think likes bright flavors. Maybe some white pepper. A lot of sharp stuff. What are you going to recommend? So, I think when, when you say that, I like it. Because you, you tied all three together for me. And what I would go with would be the Caldwell Eastern Standard Sungrown. Oh. So kind of okay. like actually what we're having today, but a little bit different. Okay, help me, because I know you've talked a lot about the Eastern Standard, and you'll have that sometimes with the coffee or latte. What? Why the Sungrown? Sungrown's a little more pepper, a little more, uh, a little more, just a tiny bit more assertive. And so it's 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 a delicious delicious stick. Nice. But I think it would go well with it, with all three things that you said. There you go. Well, hey, Christopher H, congratulations to you because you're gonna have a free stick coming your way. Yes, you do, and hey. I have several of these. <laughs> ben is a, if you haven't picked up all by now, he's a big Coldwell fan. <laughs> so when in doubt, Ben's gonna have some Coldwells on hand. Yes, I am. If you're listening to this, you're going, man. That sounds really great. I would love to have a free cigar sent to me because a free cigar is about to be sent to Christopher H. What do they need to do, Ben? They need to answer your three questions either uh, by DMing us on our Instagram or by emailing us at gmail or bluecollarcigars at gmail.com and answer your three questions. Again, tell us a joke, make a funny comment, make fun of Andy. We're big fans of that. Uh, whatever it is. And then uh, and you'll probably end up on our uh, our show getting a free stick. Yeah. And I'll tell you guys, the, the beauty is we love how much response we've gotten. Yes. It's been awesome. The humor thing definitely helps you stand out from there. Yes. Uh, on my side, if it's something that mocks Texas, I'm generally going to lean towards that because <laughs> I want to give Ben the dig there. So <laughs> feel free to reach out uh, on Facebook too. It's BCCP. Uh, and those three questions are, how do you take your coffee or tea? What is your go-to drink? So like liquor, beer, wine, and then what is your favorite dessert? Shoot yep. those to us, and if we pick you, I'm going to come up with a flavor profile. Ben's going to make a recommendation, and you're going to have a free cigar coming your way. Can't be bad. All right, Ben. Now that you know who the cigar is by, we've finished up the last third. Uh, for those who are listening, what's the takeaway you want them to have from this stick by La Barba? Ooh, it's a monster. It's so good. It is the perfect medium, medium full Habano. It doesn't do too much of anything. It sits in that ground, but it does a lot. It's complex. It's, I know this is going to be super weird word, but it's, it's thorough. It does a lot. So it's funny you say that because earlier in the episode, you brought up music and I said, Oh, that's right. I have the perfect association. And it's not just a band. It is one performance. And I know that this is going to hit home with you. This is Metallica. Okay. But it's not a studio album. This is Metallica live playing with the symphony. The S&M record. That's exactly what it is. That Tell is, me it's not. That's a great it, way it to say it. It has all the highs of Enter Sandman. But it has all the lows of a true string section and brass section. It it bounces between everything. That's a great. That's a great. Isn't great, it? Yeah. Well done. Isn't it? Well done on you. So I'll, I'll say it to this degree. I think if you're a music fan, you enjoy complexity. This could be a good stick for you. Absolutely. If you're a coffee fan, if you're a cocktail fan, if you're a beer fan, really, I cannot say enough. If somehow you get the opportunity to get this stick, do it. It's it's worth spending on. This is a treat yourself episode. Hundred percent. Especially with the size of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a great treat yourself stick. And where where in past, like with the Florida San Andreas, we've said like, oh, it's limited, and it is, but you can still get it. Already I'm seeing on sites that we normally go to, this thing is getting out of touch. 
Can I say, though, if you like what we've said, a version of this would be the La Barba Purple. Is it as, is it as extravagant? No. But it, it, is, it is a version of this. Oh, I think it's a great recommendation. Yeah. yeah, if you can't somehow get your hands on this, that or, I'm going to throw it in there too, Ben, I think the Ricochet. Okay, yeah, yeah. If So I would say, if you can't get your hands on this stick, if you want something that sits in the uh, medium flavor range, La Barba Purple. Yeah. If you want something that has the bright flavors, get the Ricochet. I love it. Or get both, tape them together, and smoke <laughs> it at the same time. Glue them down the line. <laughs> Just make sure you dip the end in your drink before you do. <laughs> hey, y'all, thank you so much for sitting with us through this. Thank you yes. for helping me make Ben feel as awkward as we can. Uh, for our next episode, if you want to get a hold of a stick ahead of time and smoke it with us, next episode, we're going to be doing a brand that Ben actually brought up in one of his guesses. Yes. Room sir. 101, we're going to be smoking the Doomsayer. Oh, oh boy. It's a great stick. It's an awesome Easily, stick. Easily, I would argue this and the Ruination 20th Anniversary by AJ Fernandez is like rising up in our ranks of favorites. I would say that it's a cigar, one of the few cigars that we both love. 100%. Yep. 100%. So... Go ahead, if you can, get yourself uh, Room 101 Doomsayer and join us next week for our episode. Ben, let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. You shout-out to our sponsors first, uh, since you got to do both of them last week. I'm going to do both of them this week. By all means. Uh, Philly Music, it's mine. It's They're officially mine now, smoking music. So uh, great to vibe out to, great to listen to. Uh, Andy, how do you spell Philly Music? P-H-I-L-I-A. Philia. Philia music. And again, if you are into cooking or wanting to get into smoking meats, I'm telling you, Conjured Smokers, the way to go. Best smokes on the market. You'll feel like a boss. And again, it's a great thing to say, no, I'm cooking, and to sit outside for five hours and smoke a cigar. Well, hey, you're smoking uh, a turkey like I'm doing this weekend. There you go. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. Be good to show you